Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the D.C. Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Oh, hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. How you doing? Are you feeling better? Better what? Remember you threw your back out from scream sneezing? <laughs> Two days ago? <laughs> Just to further alienate me from our millennial and Gen Z listeners, yes, I did injure myself sneezing the other day. I sneezed. Well, we have already discussed you do a scream sneeze. It's one of the main issues in our relationship. One of the things we fight about the most. In fact, we had a like, real fight. Whenever you sneeze, it's... Ah! Well, I give myself to it. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it as a visceral, a visceral pleasure. And you but hate it actually it. hurts my ears. Right. We've had actual in uh, it, reality fights about it. But the way where you, you say s- you feel disrespected by my physiological <laughs> process. But, but the way you sneeze, can I just say one thing? There's no way if you did that, someone wouldn't say, are you okay? <laughs> like, that's how you know it's a bad sneeze. Well, it's not just like, oh, okay. Had they said that the other day, the answer <laughs> would have been no, I was not okay. And I, I, I immediately... Through, like pinched my a nerve or something and was hunched over like Quasimodo for the day. It was really painful. I'm sorry to laugh. Well, you were, <laughs> and you are. I wouldn't say were. You are the person with... There's some reaction you have to me being in physical pain that is... I don't know what the opposite of compassion no, is. No, you said it best. You said, whenever I tell you I have something wrong with me, you have way too much concern and nope compassion. Right, like it's always like, are you okay? What's what's up? Are you are you? Do you need to take a break or do you need to lie da- lie down? Should we call the doctor? But there's zero evidence that you care. It's it's mostly that you're like curious, interested. I'm sorry. 
well, it's interesting. Like if I bang my knee on a on a corner or a table and I'm like, ow, you laugh and say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's only be if you like cut your hand and there was blood, I would be like, oh, my God, we have to call the doctor. But I think you that, would. Thanks. Yeah. But I think that sometimes you like barely hurt yourself and you like. Right. Your reaction to my <laughs> pa- screaming in pain is dubiousness. It's like you're a de- private detective trying to sleuth out whether I'm lying. I'm sorry. Well, what can you do? I married a sociopath. <laughs> no, I'm very concerned about your well-being. Well, I'm concerned about yours. You have a growth on your arm. I know. I have a poison oak. So, yeah, you have an intense poison oak, I would say. I know. Um, Natasha, uh, I got an email from a listener. Mm-hmm. You okay? Yeah. See I- that compassion? <laughs> you see that how that felt? Man, you oh, really... Sh- you really do have a lump going on on that arm, though. I don't want people to see it. Well, you probably shouldn't be pointing it toward the three-camera shoot that we have going <laughs> on this podcast. It's uh, it's lumpy. Come on. It is. I got poison oak. What do you want? I'm adventurous. I like to go on paths on the beach. I, too, go on paths. However, I wear something called pants. Yeah, I know. I, I don't wear pants. No, you don't ever wear pants. <laughs> it's true. You You, I would say you're... Your outfit for winter is a mini skirt and slippers. Yeah, I I don't like pants. <laughs> I really don't. Well, well, that habit reminds me of this email from our listener who said, the other day we had a secret dump and somebody said something disgusting. I don't remember what it was, but it was like a disgusting secret that someone had. And someone wrote in and said it would be a great episode of The Secret Dump to do an all-disgusting episode. <laughs> Basically, if you're listening and you've been trying to rack your brain think of, thinking of a secret to call in and leave... Can you have a guest host that day? Yeah, but who would it be? Like Eric Andre? Somebody gross, right? <laughs> it's not very nice to Eric. Eric's like a gross guy. He pissed, you know, somebody gross. He pissed in our face <laughs> during our hot tub talk show. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, literally. I've only been peed on by two people. Who? Eric Andre and? Eric Andre. And then when I was little, my brother peed in my face. Because <laughs> I was, he's like, I'm going to pee in your face. And I was like, no, you're not. And then he just did it. You never, nothing in the, in the boudoir? You didn't have any. Uh, I might have let some guy like pee on my leg or something. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah. I had that experience with pee as well. <laughs> I, uh, in a sexual context, I did it. And then at the end, both me and my lover. We're like, I don't think I'm into that. I think it's more probably about humiliation. Right. I don't know. If anyone likes to get peed on, um, let us know. Yeah. Um, Oh, wait. We have some fetishist, some fetish person that's going to come on our podcast. I would love to talk to her. Okay. She's coming on. I think it's a a woman. I think it's a woman. Um, But grossness. Okay. If you've been racking your brain trying to come up with a secret, uh, everybody does something. Everybody has a habit that is disgusting that they don't tell anybody about. That they do in the privacy of their own car. Maybe not you, Natasha. Give me a look. As I'm just like, say. why would I want to hear this? I don't know. It sounds like it would be compelling radio. <laughs> <laughs> just a full secret dump of like the most disgusting stuff people do. If you're listening, call. Leave us a disgusting secret. We'll have an all disgusting episode. Maybe we'll invite somebody gross on somebody, somebody disgusting, like, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, let's say Amy Klobuchar <laughs> or uh, Justice Stephen Breyer, <laughs> you know, somebody just a real, real piss pig. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> let's play a secret. 
Hello, Moshe and Natasha. Big fan. Uh, down in the Texas popsicle storm, um, I'm stuck in an apartment. Uh, I go to college in a major city in Texas, and I've had no no water for the past three days. And I've made do up until now, but today I've been hitting up my friends, hitting up, you know, uh, restaurants. I've been driving around, like, looking for places, even if I, you know, even if I pay for something at the restaurant, I still get denied. But I can't find any place to take a shit. And I now am squatted over an empty Tide Pod box and I'm about to uh, shit in it and throw it in a dumpster. I know this is absolutely foul, but I just cannot melt the snow fast enough to get it into my toilet. So I'm about to shit in a Tide Pod box out from the Texas free storm. Love you, Moshe and Natash. Bye-bye. I just wish he had released during <laughs> The Secret. I, 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 I'm, I think I'm a fan of the mid-secret like he's mid, yeah he's doing it and telling us secret is happening yeah but to be honest like that's not shameful or disgusting you were in an environmental crisis like is he saying that in his house there's snow on the toilet no like he's saying that, that the, no what happened was the texas had such a uh, freak uh winter storm that right. the utilities got shut off no i know including water so he couldn't flush the the texas you know they say everything's bigger in texas it includes the doo-doos so if he couldn't flush his toilet then he went out he was outside or was he at his house i think he was box? in his house gonna oh. shit in the tide box close the box walk outside and put it into a dumpster that's and a I, pretty good that's a pretty good i'm uh, into it i mean that's I, i'd be proud of that plan yeah i mean what do you think the what do you think the the apache did do you think that they waited for running water? No, they would go in the winter. They would find a a place to shit, and they would do it. I mean, you know, you shit. I mean, I think it's. I'm impressed he thought of that. What would you do? I, I'm just thinking that now. I think you would probably I'd, come up with the same plan. No, I'd probably like put it in an old T-shirt or something. You'd shit in a shirt. <laughs> probably. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to. think. You know what we would do if we were in the, ever in that situation? Hmm. We would shit into my composting toilet. That's true. And you would finally come around and say, Moshe, it turns out that was a good idea after all. By the way, composting toilets are the are, that is the way of the future. No, but you would still in 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 ice cold freezing, you can still do the composting toilet. Of course, yeah, yeah. Dirt don't f- freeze. I mean, I guess it does. Anyway, Texas, our our hearts are with you as you unmask and go back to a hundred percent capacity <laughs> in your live music venues. Our hearts are with you. This has been a bad week for people talking about Texas. Everybody was like, like Michael Moore and who else? Oh, Keith Ober, Ober, what's his name? Keith Ober, Olberm, whatever his name is. <laughs> Stupid fuck. Olberman. O- Olberman. What is that like? That sounds like it's like a liberal arts college. What he's? They both are like, well, fuck in Texas. You didn't. Hey, time to pay the piper. Yeah, this is what you get for voting GOP. It's like, first of all, are you not? 
you these are two liberals living in a country where Trump was the president for the last four years. Are you not aware that sometimes people live in an area where the person that they voted for didn't win and have to pay the consequence of it? And not only that, you don't wish death upon people because they have different political views than you. Liberals, I truly feel like ever, well, this is my grand theory. You ready, Tosh? Mm-hmm. You don't want it. I mean, I don't love the term grand theory, but... Right. I was getting roasted today about saying that, but it is. this is my grand theory. Every one of us, all of us, 100% of the people in this country are more mentally unstable by a factor of, I would say, 15 to 20% than we were five years ago. Five years ago or one year ago, honey? One year. No, it's compounded. So, you know, before the pandemic, you had Trump in madness, right? Mm. And And Trump derangement syndrome, by the way... It was dispersed equally among right-wing and left-wing people. Left-wingers were uh, crazy mad. Right-wingers were crazy worshipful, bowing at this golden calf that they had voted into office. Everybody went a little nuts four four and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit, and it went even further. So everybody is more mentally off than they were five years ago. But the people in your life that were already mentally off, those people are fucking gone Mm. like those are the people that you start looking at their social media history and you're like are you having you're having are you lost to society am i i think i gotta cut you out of my life altogether and the people but somehow the people that were fully mentally unstable all the way i feel like they're doing fine they're just like there is no change i'm here interesting that's my grand theory all right well let's hear another secret Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, I'm hiding in the laundry room because for some reason it feels necessary. But when I was 15 years old, um, I lost my virginity to my assistant debate coach. Um, He was 19. But after we had hooked up a few times, I told him that I was pregnant and then that I miscarried so that he would feel bad about getting a 15-year-old pregnant. Um, Anyway, it didn't actually happen. I mean, that happened, but I didn't get pregnant or anything. Um, Anyway, that's my secret. Never told anyone. I love the instinct. (laughs) Just to give a generalized guilt. Yeah, like, why not? Because, like, why'd he do that? Why did he fuck her? Yeah. Right, sure. And she's kind of savvy, and she kind of knows it was wrong, even though she wanted to, but he was really in the wrong because he was older. Yeah. And so she's like, I'm going to kind of punish you anyway. I like that. At 15, to be like, I'm doing this, but I also know that it's wrong, and you should be punished for this. (laughs) But also, I was thinking, imagine if she did get pregnant, and she wanted to keep the kid, and he wanted her to, to have an abortion. There's no way she wouldn't have lost the argument. It's an assistant debate coach. Oh, I see. He would have just pressed it. And she would have been like, but I'm just new to debate. And he'd been like, well, you know, according to the statute 420 of 12, something like that. I hear you. No? Debate humor. Should we cut that one out? (laughs) No, sorry. I just thought you maybe would chuckle at it. But as soon as I started doing it, I felt, yeah, bring that oak lump out. Anytime you roast me, I'm just going to talk about your oak lump. You, you know what it is that you have in your arm? Hmm. It's an acorn. Will you stop it? It's a poison it? oak <laughs> acorn. What do you think are the chances that it's it's a good idea to get pregnant with someone when you're like in your early 20s? You, you're talking this is not statutory rape. This is like you're in a sweetheart situation. 
and you're in your early 20s. Yeah, or like, yeah, early, very early 20s. What do you mean by good Late idea? Late teens. <laughs> I'm just saying like, saying that she should have gotten pregnant with him. I don't think it's ever a good idea to like, I always think you need to like date so many people. I guess some people might be lucky. Well, like I, I was thinking today, if I would have had babies with anyone I met before I was 42, <laughs> I would like have like a bad life. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think that, that it's contextual, right? I mean, if you're there's different cultures. And if you're in a culture where getting married at 19 and having a kid is like kind of the way things go down, I, uh, maybe that's different. But yeah, I would say in like a modern Western cultural context, having a kid before ooh, 25, I would say you're almost guaranteed to be like sharing like sour belts with your kid. And like, what are sour belts? Like sour candy. I might, I'm making a lot of bad points tonight. <laughs> Let's wrap this episode up. <laughs> I'm usually really sharp. Wait, I want to hear one more. One more secret? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. Um, love you guys. Love the podcast. So, my secret, um, it might not be that, like, scandalous or anything but it's literally like the biggest secret of my life so when I was younger I used to go play with my cousin all the time because she lived down the street honestly I probably wouldn't have played with her she didn't live down the street because she was just a bitch but anyway so I was at her house and she was being a bitch and she's like oh look at all this jewelry that I have your parents never buy you jewelry but I have all this nice jewelry and so I was like you know what bitch like Little eight-year-old me is going to get some revenge. <sighs> so I took the biggest ring that I could find, and I snuck it to the bathroom with me, and I wrapped it in toilet paper, and I threw it in the garbage. So then later, like a couple days later, I went back to their house, and my aunt came in, and she's like, hey, girls, like, have you guys seen my wedding ring? Like, I set it on this shelf. I can't find it. And she described it, and I was like, oh, shit, that's the fucking ring that I took. So I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I went to the bathroom, and they'd taken the garbage out. So I just didn't I didn't say anything for 20 years. I still haven't said anything. I feel so guilty about it. Especially because, like, if I would have said something, like, maybe it was in the garbage can. Maybe they could have gotten it. But, like, my uncle literally had to buy her a new ring. Now I'm engaged. I feel like there's some karma coming for me that I'm going to lose my ring. So, yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> well, uh, don't feel bad that you did that. Do feel bad that you did that. No, she was eight. Uh-uh. You know, I have noticed on this podcast. I don't think an eight-year-old needs to know better. Because I, I, that girl was being a bitch. What does that have to do with anything? She then punished some third party who was just like my, my, my ingot. My ruby ingot. I wouldn't have done that now, but when I was a kid. Eight years old, you throw your aunt's wedding ring away? This is what I have come to notice on this podcast. The people who call in and are like, this is probably not a big deal. It's a little boring. 70% of the time, it's like a shocking secret. <laughs> and I feel that this is in that category. That is that. Yeah, okay, don't feel bad because you were eight, but that's a whopper of a secret. Like, you're going to have to, when your aunt is on her deathbed, you're going to have to whisper in her like, you know, like Alzheimer's adult ear, like I, I'm the reason that you don't have a wedding ring. I mean, that's why I, I would never leave my jewels around if my grubby little 
child and her friends were running around the house, you know? Right. She should have just kept it. Why leave it out? She shouldn't have left it out. Actually, you're right. Fuck her. You know what? She sounds like a bitch, too. <laughs> it's a family of bitches. You're, it's good that you got that woman's <laughs> diamond engagement ring tossed in the trash. You did a good thing. And also, the woman who got... Maybe it's that woman's karma. The woman who got her ring thrown away was teaching... At least not correcting her daughter to mm. have her, her cousin over and say, I have jewels I like and this. you don't. That's my good. family buys me jewels. I feel like if my kids. She was said, doing a Natasha Leggero set. <laughs> if my kids said that to her friends, I would probably pull her aside and be like, we don't talk like that. Yeah. That's rude. And I'm, I'll never buy you jewelry again if you talk <laughs> like that. Would you have been buying her jewelry up until that point? Well, I don't know. That's what the little girl is saying. My parents buy me jewelry and mm. yours don't. Yeah. No, I like this. You're right. You're right. The family deserved it. Fuck them. Okay, Moshe, I have to go now. My poison oak is uh, is being activated. By the, the secrets? No, I don't know what's happening, but it's You have to starting... put some technu on it? I have to kind of go scrub it. Benadryl and technu? Calamine well, I would love lotion. to take a Benadryl. No, uh, calamine doesn't help. Okay, well, listen. If you have a secret, disgusting or non, give us a call and leave it on our secrets hotline, 213-222-8608. Or if you want to email us and tell us your drama, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. You can also email us if you'd like to be a guest on the show and get some advice. You can find us on apple.co forward slash Endless Honeymoon and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Endless Honeymoon. Uh, listen, Tosh. Join our page. Yeah. But leave a review. Follow us. Five star it. Leave a review if on If you leave the a comment, they, they like that. Leave a comment that is positive only. If you have any mixed feelings about the podcast or me or my physical appearance, do not leave that, but leave a positive and a life-affirming message. Uh, and also, Natasha will be doing a birthday show with Todd Berry on the 26th of this very month. Uh, on everyone's favorite way to communicate, uh, Zoom. A ziggity Zoom. So find her there. Find us here. We'll see you again on Monday. <laughs>